Hi friends, welcome back to the My Brave Brain podcast. I'm your host, Cami Lutz, and thank you for joining me on this journey towards creating an awareness and acceptance towards mental health and wellness. Hi friends, welcome back. We took a little break. I needed to take a little break and figure a lot out. I'm still kind of in the process of figuring things out. I'm quote unquote pre-recording this. I don't know how early it's going to be going up. It might be going up next Thursday. It might be going up um, after that, um, but I'm hoping to get this up sometime this August. I have been working on a lot. I have a lot to share with you all. Obviously, you can see by the update in the title why I decided to stop medicine. Um, And I kind of just wanted to share with you guys kind of my journey with making that decision. And I think the most important part about treatment is understanding that nothing is permanent. So I could potentially go back on medicine if this does not turn out the way that uh, we're hoping that it goes. And so just being aware and also just understanding that everyone's in a different situation And I'm kind of just going to be giving you guys an update on where I am, why I decided to stop medicine, obviously, kind of going with the title and also kind of like how I'm doing it also, because I think that's interesting. And yeah, so COVID in general has been very rough for everyone. And I think that we can all say that. I don't think anyone's going to really say they've been having a good time. If you have, let me know some tips. I would love to figure out how to make this a good experience. Um, And that's just me being honest. Like, it's really, really hard. I struggle with being alone. I actually just moved back to my um, house, kind of where I am for college this year, my senior year. And I'm not sure how that's going to look. I don't want this to be like a super sad episode about that because I know everyone's dealing with their own stuff and is affected in their own way. However, it just would really suck if I didn't get a senior year. And I have kind of been by myself the past few days and even like a day like of being by myself. I'm like, oh my God, where is everybody? What do I do? Uh, And I know I'm not the only one who experiences this. So if you um, deal with that too, just not doing well with like being by yourself, I feel you. I understand. I am hopefully going to do an episode on that too. Maybe it'll be like the next thing I talk about. I'm not sure yet. If you can hear thunder in the background too, I'm sorry, it just started to rain probably like 20 minutes ago, but I just really, you know, I was planning on recording this later on, but I just got like a feeling. I was like, I just need to talk. I just want to record. I miss my podcast. I miss talking to people. I'm also just going to give a quick little, um, I'll give a reason later on in this like episode kind of more why I decided to um, take a break too. And yeah, just so much to talk about. So yeah, so going back to COVID and stuff, um, in the beginning, I told you guys I had a really rough junior year mentally, and then I decided to, I basically changed my medicine a lot, and that was the root of a lot of my problems. Um, I was on the wrong medicine for like seven years, and then when I was 18, I took the genetic test. I talked about this in one of my previous episodes, and then I got on Cymbalta, which was the medicine that I was on until this past, like a year ago. Like I switched a year ago to Lexapro um, just because I was having super bad anxiety. And my, also, I'm sorry if I talk like a million miles an hour. I also need to slow down and take time to like explain stuff. (laughs) I just have so much to say and I want to make sure I get it all out. So I will try to slow down. 
But I decided to change my medicine because I wasn't really experiencing problems with my depression, which was what my Cymbalta really helped with. And I was dealing with a lot of anxiety. Long story short, I did a lot of medication changes this past year and ended up going back to what had originally had me stable, which was Cymbalta. And I think my most important thing that I have to say is that treatment and just getting better truly involves therapy and medication um, in order to be able to work on yourself. Sometimes, you know, when you really want to do therapy, you might not even be in a mental state where you can do therapy. And I was just not in a place where I could really do the work that I needed to do this past year. And so once I really started seeing my therapist again and was stable with my medicine, that was kind of the first step for me. And talking with my parents, you know, we came to this consensus that I've been on medication for the past 10 years, and that's a long time for anyone to be on antidepressants. I am 21 years old, and I don't know what it's like for me to not take medicine. I, In those transition periods of taking different, like switching medications, there wasn't a time where I was ever off of anything. I was like weaning off of one and starting another at the same time, and so... You know, it's really just a decision that we made that I want to see what it's like. I know I want to know what my body is capable of doing off of medicine. I want to see where I am. I want to have um, kind of a ground point. Like I, that's not the right way to explain it. Like a base baseline. Yes, <laughs> a ground point. What a baseline of where um, I need to be for medication. And I've just dealt with so much with side effects. It's really affected like my school performance. It has affected my focus and my ability to remember things. It has affected my ability to feel present, especially in the medicine I'm taking right now. I remember when I got off of it, I did like a post on my Instagram and I was like, I have not felt this awake in two years. And again, when I got right back on it a few months ago, ever since then, I've just felt so dizzy and so out of it. And I'm on the lowest dose. I don't metabolize medicine well. And so I just am over it, to be honest, um, and I just want to see where I am, and this is kind of me documenting that that journey, too, because I've been doing a lot better just with dealing with a lot in the past few months, because um, I've had a lot of stuff like, going on in my personal life and just going to therapy and um, just getting myself in a good place to be able to do that, but yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to stop medicine was because I've been on it for so long. I want to see where my baseline is because sometimes, you know, if you like see if you've ever seen a commercial for medicine, it'll be like this medicine for depression, blow like blank is okay. Let me start that over. <laughs> it'll be like this medicine is for depression. Um, symptoms of this medicine may or side effects may cause depression. Like it's it's that all the time. So I'm like, okay, well, what if I'm not really in as bad of a place off of medicine? You know, that'll be really good and. If I'm doing well with my therapy and like doing the work, I feel like I have more control off of medicine. So, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. We are going to see. I will keep you guys updated with that. But that's why I want to stop medicine. I want to see what I'm like off of it. I want to see what I can handle. I do have a backup plan. Okay, real quick. Cars and motorcycles kept driving by, so I had to like pause that. But um, going back to again, if you 
are thinking about stopping your medicine. For me personally, I've had a really bad experience with all of the psychiatrists I've ever dealt with, um, except for one when I was really little. They were great. Um, but the other, like, I don't really want to give a lot of detail on where it is, um, but I just have not had great experiences at all with psychiatrists in general. And I don't want to, like, call them out as a whole, but just the ones that I dealt with, like, in their residency just were not – they did not listen to me as a patient at all. And so it's – I think you should at least be in touch with someone about it. And so listening – like, being in touch with your therapist, making sure they know what's going on, maybe scheduling more therapy appointments more often so that you can be in touch with what's going on. And I made sure when I decided to go off my medicine, like – to ask how to wean off because you can't just stop taking it because you can have withdrawal um, or you're going to probably have, I'm definitely going to experience withdrawal. I've already kind of experienced it a little bit and um, it can be very like kind of scary, honestly, to hear the side effects that I'm going to mention in a second. Um, But just to be aware of those and to talk with your doctor about those because I remember when I was weaning off of one of my medicines and one of the main... um, like withdrawal symptoms with suicide and they did not tell me that. And so I was already in such a bad place. And then I was like, super, this is, and this isn't like easy for me to like admit or say at all, but I was really suicidal and I totally thought it was all me. I thought it was my mind. Um, but it wasn't, it was the medicine and it was very frustrating to have to tell them, especially when I went into therapy and tell them like how I was feeling. And they were like, you do know that the number one side effect of coming off of that medicine is suicidal ideation, like thoughts and stuff and feeling that way. And I was like, well, if someone had told me, maybe it would have been a little easier to cope with. And so just asking those questions, because sometimes people won't make you aware or tell you, but asking those questions and just having a plan, like right now I'm on a very low dose, because again, I don't metabolize medicine well. And so I'm very sensitive to it. And so I'm taking it like every other day. And just adjusting to it as we go. I also have like an emergency medicine. If I get really anxious, like I can take that and it'll calm me down for like panic attacks. But that's like, I do have a plan. And so that's my thing. Like if you are thinking about it, please just have a plan um, just to be prepared in case anything. Um, And yeah, so I'm going to talk about a few of the symptoms real quick. After I talked to my doctor, I again, made sure to ask. And a few of the ones that he talked about were, of course, um, you know, it getting worse before it getting better. Um, sometimes you can experience flu-like symptoms, which I was like, ah, oh, great, during a pandemic. We love that. Um, <laughs> but I kind of like have felt like a cold coming on. And I honestly think that's what it is. But like flu-like symptoms, I was like, oh my God, what? And another thing that he mentioned, which really... Not, it didn't take me by surprise, but I think I've experienced it maybe once or twice before um, in a lot of transitions with medicines. Um, but this was just something that I think a lot of people don't know about if they're not like super um, in the know, like with mental health stuff. And I think it's interesting for you guys to understand like how extreme this is um, and how important it is to understand like what these drugs do like to your body. Um, one of the withdrawal symptoms is brain zaps. And so it kind of feels like an electric shock to your brain, like a little mini zap and like brain fog and very 
you know, it's just very like life altering, just not life altering, but like effective. Like if you just, if you know anyone who's going off medicine, just be sure to like be in touch with them and make sure that they're doing okay because it's very serious and it's very, um, important that they know that they have people who love them and also just to be aware that if it does get worse, it's not you. It's just your body adjusting to the levels um, that it hasn't been at before. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really crazy, like the withdrawal symptoms and not just for antidepressants, but also just like for um, alcoholism too. It's very important to just be aware, like cutting cold turkey can be very dangerous. So the next thing I kind of wanted to talk about was if you are considering going off of medicine or um, you've thought about it uh, or you're in the process of doing it, I think that you should really do this next thing that I did and it has honestly made me feel a lot better about um, making the decision to go off medicine and that is making two deals with yourself. So the first deal is to be honest with yourself with how you're feeling and I know that sounds like something that's pretty blatantly obvious. Um, Unfortunately, it is not. I think it applies to your life in many different ways. And this is for, honestly, for something like not just going off medicine, but also life in general. This is something that I have had to do not only just because of going off medicine, but also when dealing with anxiety and figuring out what triggers it and understanding the people, the places, and just things that trigger it. And this is something that's truly changed my life over the past few months and is so so worth it and you just yeah I think the first really good way to do it is trust your gut if being around certain people makes you feel negative or tired I know for a while I always felt like I had to like when I was around some people I feel like I would have to change my personality or like hold back on who I was and that just wasn't really for me and I didn't really, I feel like I kind of lost myself a little bit in that. And I actually listened to uh, Gretchen Garrity's Happy Hour podcast when she was talking about, um, talking about self-love and I relate to her so much. That sounds really similar to what she said, but I, she said it so well. And I mean, I, until I really listened to her say that, I was like, oh my God, that is exactly how I feel. I feel like I always have to hold back or that I'm not being truly fully myself. I'm a very loud, outgoing all over the place energetic person and that's who I am and no one should ever feel make you feel like you have to hold that back and if being like you know the energy in the room and so read the energy in the room be around people who make you feel good eat food that makes you feel good go to places that make you feel good listen to music that makes you feel good trust your gut trust your intuition don't force yourself to do something because everybody else is doing it um don't force yourself to be around people just because everybody else is doing it. And I actually, um, and, and again, this does apply to your medicine too. You know, if you're having a day where you're like, man, this is just having a, I'm just really having a hard time with this medicine withdrawal, then, um, you know, maybe be in touch with your doctor, your counselor, maybe, um, try to adjust the way that you're weaning off and just be very open and honest. Like, I don't feel good right now. Okay, let me log what's going on. Is this, you know, it for me I'm I'm weaning off every other day. And so, you know, is this a day that I'm off of the medicine? If the, is this a day that I'm on? 
and just kind of looking at that. But I have one more thing to say about this first deal. And I just want to say, like, this is something that really applied to why I took a break from my podcast for a little bit. It's because someone said something pretty hurtful to me, um, to my face um, in person. And it's something, someone that used to be pretty close with me. And um, we kind of fell apart for a little bit. And then just trying to mend things back together, they told me that they thought that my podcast and my Instagram was my way of flaunting my mental health. And I just felt that was very disrespectful. And um, for a while, I blamed myself and I got mad at myself first before I realized um, that some people just project what they're feeling onto other people. And I know what my podcast has done for me. Um, I know that I'm doing this to create mental health awareness and be an advocate for mental health and try to move us forward and do good things. And this was the only negative feedback I've ever received. And so don't let negative people ever get in the way of what you want to do and who you want to be. Don't ever let them be the one thing that brings you down. Um, Always stand up for yourself and always do what you feel is right in your gut. Um, keep the people in your life who are going to lift you up and be, allow you to be the best person and be there for you when they say they're going to be there. And lastly, um, actions speak louder than words. And yeah, so that is the first deal that you have to make with yourself. The second deal that you should make with yourself is to not be upset if you do have to get back on medication. And I'm going to say that again. Do not be upset with yourself if you feel as though you need to go back on medication. That is not a sign of weakness. That is not a sign that your body can't handle it. It is just listening to your body and what you need, right? That's the first deal is to not be upset with yourself and just really being easy with yourself if you're going off. And I've just really had to be a lot easier on myself too. (laughs) We're still working on it. It's a process, but... You know, it's it's like that, you know, in a lot of situations I've found when I look back and, you know, I, I really look, sometimes I look back at my junior year and I'm like, man, I wish I had gone out more with friends. I wish I had done this or that. And I have to remind myself like, hey, Cam, we got to think about how hard of a time you are having to even get out of bed. Like, and you think that you're, you cannot get upset with yourself for not being able to go out because you could barely get out of bed. And so just trying to like, you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself time to heal and to figure out what's going on with your body and truly figure out your version of self-love and self-care. And that is a part of the journey that I've been going on through going off of medicine is really, sorry if you can hear that truck, is really learning to take care of myself and, um, you know, dealing with like hard situations with friendships and people and places and things um, while going off of medicine, Um, you know, figuring out what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you and how to cope and who you can go to and just setting yourself up for success and just setting yourself up to be around positive energy and positive people, positive places Um, and just finding what makes yourself happy. Like that's something that I've really had to do I know that I love listening to podcasts. I love recording podcasts and I love listening to them. So I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I talk about all the ones that I listen to all the time on this one. 
and I still listen to the same ones. I post a lot of my favorite episodes on my Instagram at my breathe brain podcast. Go follow that because <laughs> um, I post like a lot of updates on that and I'm trying to post more on that and like yeah, like I also um, actually no, I'm not gonna share that yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna share what I was about to say in my next episode when I'm talking about like dealing with loneliness. <laughs> that's that's an incentive. That's my bribe. Um, you guys are like we really it's we don't care. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's just like finding what makes you happy. I know like running makes me really happy. Working out makes me really happy. There are YouTube channels that I absolutely love. I just started watching this one girl. Her name's Linda. I'm pulling her up right now. She's like relatively new and she started her YouTube channel during COVID and I'm literally obsessed with her. I've been watching all of her videos the past few days. Linda Sun. It's literally spelled how you think it is. Linda Sun. She like talks about um, like her lifestyle with eating and stuff and I'm vegetarian and so she like shows like going vegan it's not vegetarian but it's vegan um for a week and just like cool recipes and like um just all kinds of like working out stuff but like just finding little things that make you happy and just doing it and spending time with loved ones um facetiming loved ones I facetimed my grammy last night and that was really fun and yeah lastly the main thing that I would say has really helped my experience so far. Again, this is like my fourth day on this journey of stopping medicine um, is to trust yourself, to trust the decisions that you make and um, taking it into little steps each day in your life really carries over into like the bigger decisions. If you think about it, if you step back and think about how many times you ask people for advice or opinions on things rather than trust yourself, it is so often like, hey, should I do this or this for dinner? Hey, should I text this person this or this? Hey, should I Snapchat this boy? Hey, should I text this girl? Should I get my room painted this color? Do I do this or that? Do I get my hair cut? You know, I, I'm guilty of it. I do it all the time. But the more that you trust your own opinion and your own decision, the easier it's going to understand, you know, who should be in your life, who shouldn't be in your life, um, what you want to do, making decisions, um, even making just like decisions on like dinner, you know, it's everything. It really applies in everything and it makes your life a whole heck of a lot easier the less you care about what people think and the more that you understand that you're making the decision for you not for anyone else so trust yourself trust your gut trust your instinct um be around what makes you feel good and fuel yourself with positive energy and positive vibes and find what makes you happy and really just make sure that if this is something that you are considering doing that you have a plan and that you are in communication with people and um, that you're just like aware of every, like just being like as aware and open as possible. And I know that's difficult for some people. I know for some reason I'm just very open about everything with like mental health and like how I'm feeling. I've always been that way. And I know that's really hard for some people, but just doing your best and you know, even sometimes like being open, like your version of being open can be like, I don't really like to talk about what I'm feeling and that's how I'm going to express myself. And that's okay. But just making sure that at least someone knows what's going on in your life so that they're not like, why are they like um, having a hard time right now, you know, um, 
or maybe it could be a really good experience. Going off medicine may be really good, you know? I'm hoping that it's really good. But yeah, so that's kind of my little update with you guys. Um, remember to always, always stand up for yourself. Always work on being the best version of yourself. And I am so excited to be back. I have missed this podcast so freaking much. And I've had people like reach out and tell me like, please like keep doing your podcast. And that just like meant the world to me. So thank you for everyone who did that. I'm always going to be a mental health advocate. I'm always going to stand up and speak about it and on it. And I know this is what I was born to do and what I am meant to do. And I'm always going to do it no matter what. Um, And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of myself. And you should be proud of yourself too. So Thank you for listening and joining me today. Be sure to follow my Instagram at my brave brain podcast. I'm going to be recording more episodes soon. I'm going to be on a good schedule. You guys, this is episode 23. I got to get it together. Um, but I love you all. I hope you know that you are loved. You are enough. You are worth it. And you are exactly where you are supposed to be right now, even if it does or does not feel like it. And I will see you in next week's episode.